Counting down in three, two, one. It's on you. Off blast. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Geeking Poetic Podcast. I am your host, Larry Roberts. Along with me are my other hosts and erstwhile Christmas companions. <laughs> he's uh, he's all ready to go out there. He's dressed like he's ready to go out there in the forest and uh, get us a nice Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> we got none other than Vito. And then this multicolored little elf we have sitting here in the middle. It is none other than Megan Guess. And we're here to do one of our top five shows. We haven't done one of these in a little while. Feels like a while, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was actually put to us by a couple of people that said, hey, you guys never really got into, like, you, this is, what, our third Christmas now as a mm-hmm. show? Wow. Yep. Three Christmases. Man, so we've never really done a show where we just talk about, like, holiday movies. I did. We did a trivia I yeah. quizzed you guys mm-hmm. on some last year. That was a lot of fun. That actually. was a lot of fun. <laughs> and everything. But we've never really just sat down and talked about, we're always talking about sci-fi and horror and action and all this stuff. Although the, some of that might creep into this too. We'll, we'll see. But Look at uh, you, Vito. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at Vito because, you know. But we decided we were going to do a top five favorite holiday flicks. Now, before we get into it, we should say that we set some ground rules, I think, as a group, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, kind of had our own individual rules for what we chose. The group ground rule for this was anything that was like, a, a, there's a difference between like a holiday movie and a holiday special. Right. So like all those Rankin Bass things that we, most of us grew up on and everything, like Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Charlie Brown Christmas, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. He Man and She Ra Christmas. <laughs> hey, man, I watched it. <laughs> it was pretty good, actually. But all of those do not count. Basically, this has to be like feature length. This has to be over an hour. Uh, it has to be something that was either like a made for TV movie or a cinematic theater movie type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not have to be super specific to. Christmas, I think. I because well, we're gonna debate on that. Yep, we'll see about that. Because there's certain things, there are certain movies out there that some of y'all seem to think are traditional Christmas movies or holiday movies that others of us, like me, says it's not a fucking holiday movie. Certainly not a Chris Christmas movie, but is it a holiday movie? See, that's where the big debate comes in. So if you want to look at a movie like, say, oh, Die Hard, and you want to say it's a holiday movie, I'll agree with that. <laughs> you want to say it's a Christmas movie, I don't know if I agree with that. Because they mean two different things to me. Mm, okay. Like a holiday movie means it's got to be something that's set during the holidays. It has some of that spirit in it, but it's not necessarily specifically about Christmas. To me, Die Hard isn't really about Christmas. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, I think Gremlins is more of a fucking Christmas movie than Die Hard. That's your dumb opinion. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> man, oh man. But anyway, so that was that was kind of just the main ground rule of that is that it's it's got to be a holiday kind of movie. Because it, it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be about Christmas. It could be something about... That puts you in the mood for the holidays. About Yule. 
Yeah, about <laughs> the Yule times in general and everything. Vito, like, what about you? Did you have any kind of like ground rules you set for yourself with this? Um, I didn't include any specials. One, because I don't really like the specials, and two, they don't fall into that category for me. Yeah, see, that's the other thing is like Vito. Vito's a Grinch, man. He doesn't <laughs> like. We sit there and he we likes ta- a very specific kind yeah. of holiday movie. Oh, well, go figure, Vito. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Preferably sequels too, probably knowing him. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to see where he goes with this. Yeah, I'm because we did not share with each other what we chose this time. A lot of times we'll talk about it beforehand, but mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't tell you guys my list or nothing. You know, few few things, couple two three things bandied about here, but that's about it. What about you, Meg? Um, yeah, I kind of went the same way. I didn't put any specials in there. Anything like. Like Ernest Saves Christmas or whatever that one is or, okay. or anything like that I didn't include in mine. Okay. You didn't go too goofy then? No, I, I'm I think I'm pretty basic. Okay. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think mine are I pretty I got my run of the mill ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of mine are basically kind of run of the mill. The 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 I had a really hard time making this list because I I come to realize like, holy shit, I like a lot of holiday movies. <laughs> I didn't think I did. I didn't think there was that many that I really liked. But then when I sat down, I was like, I could easily make this list about 15 to 20 movies long. Yeah. I, was, I was really surprised by that. Yeah, I had to like narrow it down to ones that are my go-tos at Christmas time to get me in the spirit. That's the same thing I did, kind of. I, I went for, there are movies that I might actually like a little bit more than these five when i really think about it there's some that i'm like "Mm, this one i might not like as much as this one what i ended up doing with this is i chose the five movies that i know for sure i'm going to watch every year there's certain other ones that might be better Mm-hmm. technically better and I'm sure there's people out there that are going to say how could you leave this one off it's so much better than that one You, it's not really about that it's about like what are my go-tos mm-hmm. like I know I'm going to put this one on when I'm putting up ornaments or, or wrapping presents or or yeah or or on Christmas Eve or what have you and we'll we'll get to that as we get to each one but that is how I chose mine was based on tradition yes so take it for what it is, folks. That's that's the way because I have a, I already know there's people like and I even <laughs> people, my family, there's I know that they're going to be I know people like my mom is going to be like, who could you not mention this one? It's like, well, because I only have five slots. All right, mom, <laughs> <laughs> there's only five spaces for it. OK, so. You know, we'll, of course, we're going to encourage all of you to comment and let us know what you, not only what you thought of our lists, but let us know what your top five would be and let us know why and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because we love to know all that kind of stuff. All right. So I think we'll do kind of like we usually do lately is we'll just, we'll go around and we'll do our fives and then we'll just go five, 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 four, 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 so on and so forth till we get to number one. And uh, if... You bring up something, if your number five is something that I would talk about that was going to be my number three, we'll just talk about it when you do it. Whoever so we're not it just. Up first. Yeah, exactly. Whoever brings it up first gets dibs. <laughs> you get Christmas dibs. All right. All right. All right. Starting with you, Vito, what is your number five? A movie from 1946 called It's a Wonderful Life. God damn it. Gag me. 
that's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're number five and my number one. Well, that's a pretty big yeah. gap there. Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life will be my number one. All right, well, that's fine. I'll be going in the opposite direction, I guess. Did, but, but excuse me. We need, to, we need to back up a little bit here because I believe when you made your announcement, oh, Megan said, gag me? I did. What is this gag me business? Can't stand that movie. She's brought this up before. Oh. And I, I don't I don't get it. Ugh. How can you not like this movie? It's an incredible it's literally movie. one of the greatest movies ever made. Exactly. <laughs> when a bell rings, an angel gets it. Fuck. No. What? It's Zuzu. <laughs> no. You can't bag on Zuzu. I can't, and I just did. Oh, but those man. petals, though. Dude, Zuzu, so she's cute. And I don't even like kids. <laughs> I like Zuzu. No. What What is wrong with this movie? Everything. It's boring. Oh my god! It's dumb. Oh my god, dude! Wow! All right, sa- save it for when we actually discuss. It. Megan, what, <laughs> what, what's your number five? Yeah, here before we blow wonder- a gasket over. It? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> take both of you out at the same time with that one. Holy moly! <laughs> it's only your number five. <laughs> what's yours? <laughs> I went with 1994 as the Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. That's the. I'm with you on that one. That's right. a good one. Okay. That is a real good <laughs> I redeemed one. redeemed myself a little bit. <laughs> All right. How about you? Well, my number five is a movie that a lot of people, man, a lot of people I know, a lot of people don't like this movie. Okay. A lot of people bag on it, and I understand their criticisms of it, but I've come to really, really enjoy this movie overall, and it's become traditional for me, and that is 2004's The Polar Express. Okay. It's yeah. an interesting one. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I, I debated on and its placement in this list, but when we get to it, I'll I'll explain, explain more okay. about it. But yeah, well, let's go back to the real pressing matter at hand, which is <laughs> Vito's number five, It's a Wonderful Life. So Vito, before we listen to any more of her bullshit. Yeah, explain to me. Sell it on me. Come on. I mean- it's just everything about this movie, the the struggles that George has to go through. He like gave up his entire life to to run this bank when he didn't want to. He had these dreams and aspirations, and his brother came back. He's like, well, yeah, but I got this new job, and now you're stuck after he made this promise of going and taking over the bank after college. And George is like, but I had all these dreams to go see the world, and everything just didn't go right for him. But at the end of the story, it's like, oh, well, I kind of did make the good decision because I changed all these people's lives for the better. Right. Just a touching, heartfelt story. Exactly. I mean, it's the kind of movie I I think about this movie all the time. <laughs> Honest to God, don't make that fucking face at me. <laughs> I think about this movie all the time because it makes such a good point and impression on me. Is because I mean, how many times? I'm sure we all, most of us at least, have thought at one time or another where we're like, oh, I'd be better off dead, or I'd, or you know, oh, they don't, the world doesn't need me. I've made who cares about me what 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 do I matter and you come to find out that like oh no you matter in so many ways you never even realized you know mm-hmm. and that's what this movie is about is like showing him that that's really you know it, that's what a wonderful life is it's not about riches and fame and you know we're getting to travel and all these lofty ideals you put upon life it's about how you touch people and your impact on the world and, and your stuff, Im- yeah. your true impact on the world and like and you know that's like the greatest gift you can give people and then tied in with the whole christmas 
thing and all that kind of stuff. Clarence is hilarious yeah, he's... <laughs> as the angel and everything. It's it's Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed. I mean, the God. love story is great. The way they flirt with each other and they go to the dance and stuff. It's fucking awesome. Lasso the moon. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> and I mean, Jimmy Stewart's performance in this, especially at the point when he's really at his wits end, just before he's about when he's really about to just kill himself. And I mean, he sells it. It's like one of the most powerful performances in cinematic history. Give it another shot, kid. I'm telling you, because <laughs> you put this movie on, I'm going to fall asleep. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you fall asleep during everything. I feel like started watching Mandalorian again. I know. Then I fell asleep again. <laughs> you fa- I love you, that one. So you yeah. fall asleep during everything. You love Star Trek. You fall asleep. That's uh, true. Everything. So that's not a good excuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday uh, you need to give it another shot. I'm, I'll I'll try. That's all I'm going to promise you. Yeah. Are you not, because I, I, truthfully, I haven't heard you talk too much about it. Are you not big on like black and white, like oldies and stuff? I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Because I know some people that, you know, that's their thing is like, oh, if it's a black and white movie, I, you know, I, I zone out, you know. No, I don't think I like openly have a prejudice against it. Okay. I just, I just, it just never, it didn't ever grab me. I get the story. It's a great story. You guys explained it. it sounds great. I just, I didn't. I just didn't like it. I never Mm. stuck with me. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Maybe like one and a half. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's a 12 movie minimum. I mean, a 12 (laughs) watching minimum for that one. I can't. Dude, I can't. One of these days, I'm making you watch it again. You're like going to prop my eyes open. Yeah, I am. You're going to get. You're going to get. Right. (laughs) You're going to be Alex from Clockwork Orange with your your eyelids propped open. I'll be. Vito's going to be putting drops (laughs) in there. That'd be hell. God, can you believe this, everybody? Oh my gosh, people at home are gonna be so screaming. Although there might be people at home that would be like, "Oh, I hate that fucking movie." So you never know. You're all wrong. Because <laughs> boy, yeah, I'm with you, Vito. It's that deserves to be in the list. Well, like I said, that's my number one. I'll talk a little bit about it. It 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 has to be. I I watched that. For years, that was always on every Christmas Eve at my grandmother's house. We always watched it. We'd eat dinner. We'd watch that and open presents and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's tradition, you know. My dad loved that movie, you know. it. I, it's number one. That's, that's why. It's the <laughs> movie that I have the strongest... Uh, sentimental connection to. Not just because it's a great movie, Lay. Everything Vito said is right right and uh it's a good movie so megan yes you said the santa claus i said the santa claus with tim allen Mm -hmm. so funny it is funny yeah yeah. i love how he gets out there and knocks santa off the roof and kills him even that i was just like that's a that's that's rough that's a bit of a rough, you know, like you killed Santa. He literally fucking killed Santa yeah. Claus. Well, it explains how Santa's always been here for generations after generations. Somebody's got to pick up. It doesn't always have to be the same guy. I thought it was an interesting take on yeah. it. It's a very interesting. I love the kind. I love this series. Yeah, do you, it's great. Do you like all three movies? Um, I, I don't even know if I've seen the third one, to be honest with, with you. With Jack Frost? The Escape Clause? 
Yeah. No, I don't think I did. Ooh. Oh, well, maybe I did once. Okay. I wasn't so. Yeah, it's sold it's on that the, one. it's probably the least good of the three. Yeah, I really like the first two. But it's still especially really good. the first one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I actually like the second one better. Really? Yeah, I'm being like Vito. <laughs> I like the sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like with Max. He's a little older now, and he's getting mm-hmm. kind of rebellious and yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then we get Mrs. Claus introduced yeah. into the mix, and there's some really good gags in that one <laughs> and everything. I love Judge Reinhold in that. Who doesn't love Judge Reinhold <laughs> in right? anything? Seriously, yeah. But especially, yeah, he just gets even goofier in the second <laughs> one. I love it. But yeah, did you see this at the theater when it came out? No. Yeah, I saw all three of them at the theater. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a rare... Yeah, I'd love to be able to... Hopefully, they'll replay it so we can go see it. That'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I would... Hopefully... Yeah, it would be really cool if next year, once 2021's upon us, and if next year, holidays is better than this year is, I don't need to even explain to anybody at yeah. home what that's about. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool to, like, if they had any kind of, like, double features or things, like, we could all go see and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? That'd be pretty awesome. Especially if it was, like, Santa Claus and It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> No. Dude, I'm seriously going to bring like a small taser gun. I'm going to keep zapping you every time you start to fall asleep, you know. It'll probably be even worse because it'll be in those nice recliner chairs they have Uh now and everything. I have a hard time not falling asleep as it is. I know, yeah. I'm with you on that one. No, So comfy. That's a great, yeah, that's a great choice. Yep. I really enjoy that one. It's it's a fairly newer one that I come. It was between that one and the Christmas Chronicles. So I was going back and forth, back and forth. Which one went there? And I, I went with the Claws because I think I've seen that one a bit more times. Yeah, yeah. I you know what that that didn't make my list. That's I have oh. it written down in my honorables, but it's the first one of my honorables Same because with me. I okay. I love the Santa Claus. I have nothing bad to say about it. It's it and hilarious. it is it's hilarious and it's got good spirit to it it's mm-hmm. got a cool uh concept it, it, it just it just barely it was basically it was down to that and polar express for me oh those were your two that went back and those forth. those were the two main ones i went back and forth on okay. yeah so so speaking of polar express yeah so polar express i i admit when i first saw it i was like Oh, this looks really weird. <laughs> like the animation style of it odd. and stuff yeah. is kind of odd. They call it the dead eye, you know, kind of effect. Like everything <laughs> looks like like it's 3D, but not. It's that yeah. weird early 2000s like 3D animation thing. The animation is a little weird. In some points, it's it's really cute. Like some points, I really like it. Um, like the what there's the scene with the the train conductor hillbilly guys with the long beards and stuff and the and the all the moose on the tracks and the way that gets kind of <laughs> when they're doing some of the more slapsticky stuff like the animations are like really funny you know mm-hmm. other parts I'm like eh, not so much but it's just first of all I can pretty much justify it with two words Tom Hanks yes it's fucking Tom Hanks I mean it, you know it's Tom Hanks he's great. I, you know, he plays like half the roles in this movie. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's the he's the train conductor guy. He's the go the Christmas ghost guy. He's you know, he 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 had a lot to do with uh, this the making of this movie overall. The other cool thing that people don't realize about this is that this is in the weirdest way possible. This is a bosom buddies reunion. Mm-hmm. Like, is it? Yeah, like people have talked for years. Well, here's the thing: like Tom Hanks has always been very supportive of Peter Scolari. 
his co-star in Bosom, but he he really looks up to Peter Scolari. Hmm. Peter Scolari was the star of Bosom Buddies. Tom Hanks was like the and. Mm-hmm. It was like Peter Scolari and Tom <laughs> Hanks. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks wound up being the huge breakout star, and Peter Scolari not as much. I mean, he's mm-hmm. done stuff and everything, but but yeah, he's always tried to get Peter involved in things. And in this one, um, Peter Scolari is the one who did all the motion um, capture stuff for the shy kid Billy, okay. and Tom Hanks did all the motion capture stuff for the main kid. I can't think of his name now, but, <laughs> but anyway, so he, so it's the two of them acting together. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool. And then Nona Gay plays the, the young girl and everything that's in their little trio. And that's actually the daughter of Marvin Gay, singer mm. Ma- Marvin oh. Gay. So it's this, it's this really cool cast. Robert Zemeckis helped make this and Zemeckis, I mean, you know, he's great. It's, it's just got a really good spirit to it and a good message. It's a good message about keeping Christmas spirit in your hearts because as we get older, we lose it. You know, you stop believing. Obviously, as you get older, you stop believing in Santa Claus. You Mm -hmm. stop believing in, you know, magic essentially. And it talks about like that and what it really means, like what that all really means. Like it's not about, just about presence it's not just about a lot of the silly stuff it's it has more to do with like kindness and goodwill towards man and all that kind of stuff and you know what the what the true meaning of christmas spirit is supposed to be about and why you should carry that on mm-hmm. even once you become old and you know mm-hmm. and it gets into you know they, they show about kids that are from the other side of the tracks that don't have the same christmas as you do and why it's just it's a I think it's a movie that in a tasteful way teaches a lot of like good lessons for kids and anybody really without like getting too preachy or rubbing your face in it and stuff shoving it down your throat yeah and there's some Eddie Deason's in it as the obnoxious kid Eddie Deason is hilarious and (laughs) everything it's it's a good movie like I said any day of the week this could kind of flip-flop with the Santa Claus for me okay everything but as as of right now this one kind of gets in there because i always put this movie on yeah i've only seen this one time and i think like, eh, it's okay it's good but yeah i needed to watch this one more frequently and stuff but it's just gotten to the point where it's become like tradition for me okay. and stuff you know i just always end up putting this one on i see santa claus a lot too but <laughs> This one is like, I know I'm going to put this on when I'm like decorating and stuff. It's just one of those. Okay. So, all right. That was pretty good fives. Number four, Vito. Movie from 1992 called Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> Here Number we go. Two. <laughs> Here we go with the sequels. <laughs> Sequel Man Strikes Again. What can I say? All right. Home Alone 2. Okay. I'll be interested to hear about this. Megan, what's your number four? My number four. You're going to love it. Uh-oh is Die Hard. Well, go figure. I'm surprised it's not higher. I <sighs> put it higher for some of the points that you made. It knocked it down a few pegs. I hope you're happy. I am happy. But yeah. it still made the list. Maybe maybe I feel like John McClane needed to be knocked down a few pegs, huh? No, he's the good guy. Yeah, I know. But okay. 
So Die Hard. Die All right. Hard. Well, my number four is a little movie that I'm sure everybody has seen, whether they want to or not, because they play it to death. <laughs> that came out in 1983, and it is a movie called A Christmas Story. <laughs> that is my number three. Is it on your list? No. It's you don't like it, do you? I. It's one of those movies where, like, when I'm at uh, Michelle's house or her parents' house for Christmas, it's like, that has to be on. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I know a lot of like people. Like, hours I, a day. I know. I watch it, but it's like, I'd rather watch It's a Wonderful Life, man. I understand. You know? Well, I like watching both of them. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Well, you know, before we get into that, Vito, let's talk about your movie. So, Home Alone 2. Yes. Okay. Why this one? So... Um, so I was what, like 10 years old at this time, I think. Yeah. Or maybe I was a little bit older than I probably should have been watching this, you know, for the demographic or whatever. But I just love the fact that he was in New York this time. He got to stay at this fancy hotel and do yeah. all this cool shit. They had like the talk boy machine in that one <laughs> that they yeah. introduced. And I think the toy store robbery thing was a cool idea to do at the end. And mm-hmm. the pigeon lady I always thought was cool. I just, I don't know. I love the first Home Alone a lot. So when this came out, I knew I had to watch it. I just love the characters and the, the the story of how this kid just gets separated and then he's got to make his own way somehow. And then the two thieves find him somehow in New York out of all places. Yeah. <laughs> it's very convenient, I guess. Yeah. But it's a Home Alone movie, dude. <laughs> it's good shit. It wouldn't be the same without those no, two, right? it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, it's a good movie. I, if I was going to pick... Either of the two, I would have gone with the first one, I think. Um, but Home Alone 2, yeah, it's a pretty cool movie. It's a cool concept. I liked, I liked the whole running around the, running through, you know, him going through the park and all the, yeah. all the Central Park stuff and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. It's, that's fair enough. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the second one because I was like, the first <gasps> one was like, eh. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Megan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) now you see why it's been three years and we didn't do a holiday special. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's entertaining, but eh. Okay. So I never bothered to watch the second one or whatever's after. Third or the fourth one? No. No, you didn't see those either? There's a fourth one? Oh, yeah. I know about the third one. I never knew about the fourth one. Holy shit, that's got to be a pile of garbage. I think there might even be a fifth one. If oh, I'm that's, wow. that's got to literally smell like fucking, <laughs> like fucking cat shit. Oh, my God. Wow, I can't even imagine. Yeah, they get progressively more absurd and ridiculous. Exactly. I think they, one, like, there's a toy car that has this, like, missile-guided chip on it by accident, and these people are trying to steal it, and Kevin's got it somehow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Come on, people. Like French Stewart is in there and shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, enough said. <laughs> enough said. Oh, God, that guy. Jeez, Louise. All right, Meg, let's let's get on to your number four. Let's talk about Die Hard. Yes, let's talk about Die Hard. So that didn't make it on your list, Vito? I've never seen Die Hard from the beginning. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's, that's right. insane to me. I'm just not like the Bruce Willis fan, I guess, you know. Wow, it's so it's of- not even just Die Hard, it's just Bruce Willis. Yeah. Huh? Wow. It has Bonnie Bedelia in it. Bonnie Bedelia. Good old Bonnie Bedelia <laughs> from Salem's Lot. Yeah, you guys love her. Alan Rickman's amazing in it. Alan, Alan Rickman, Rickman is always amazing. <laughs> yes, Alan, rest in peace, Alan Rickman, because, man, you were the fucking man. He sure was. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know. This movie just, 
it just always stuck with me for being in the middle of Christmas. It's all surrounded at a Christmas party. And so I get it's not like the typical Christmas, like family get together, right. give us a good heartwarming story. It's just an action movie that happens to take place at Christmas. I get that, but it always has to be seen for me at Christmas. It's the only time I watch this movie is at Christmas. And I don't know, some weird fucked up way, it puts me in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of it, he does like realizes, you know, the importance of his family and that, you know, he has to yeah. take good care of it or else he could possibly lose it because yeah. fucking psychos <laughs> come and blow up your building. I yeah, I mean I we've had this argument so, many, so times. many times. It's I'm not going to get years into we've it. Been but this argument. It's just for me it's just like I, I don't know. Like I don't I'm just like I even, you know, cuz I mean, I'll tell you right now, spoiler folks, there's no like Christmas horror in my list either because <laughs> to me it's like Christmas holiday movies should have a certain spirit and everything to them and it's like Die Hard's a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't think it's as fucking phenomenal as other people make it out to be. I'm like, man, I don't know. That's that, To me, like people sitting there, I know people that are like, Die Hard's like the greatest action movie of all time. I'm like, whoa, simmer down, simmer down. <laughs> Even look at Vito's face. Like, there's like, a movie on. called Terminator 2 Judgment Day out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, you know, the, the people that say stuff like that to me are like the people that insist that like Ghost and Five Finger Death Punch are like the best metal bands out there. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, all right, cool. I've stopped listening to you now. <laughs> Anything you say from now on, I just doesn't even matter. Uh, it's it's kind of like that for me, but it is enjoyable. It's a, it's really good. Die Hard, all the Die Hard movies are good, actually. Mm, they are. You know, that's that's actually a pretty consistently good um, series, series of movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I can't knock it. I just it's just for me. Yeah, it's one of those that it like never even occurred to me that this would be like a holiday movie. I knew it took place at that time of year, but it never occurred to me as like, yeah, that's a holiday movie. Like in the spirit. And then all of a sudden, like years later, people were just like, that's like my favorite holiday movie. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, again, like. It's not Christmas to see Hans Gruber fall from the tower. Period. <sighs> Man. Just um, what it is. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's your Christmas. <laughs> you you want to see. Your Christmas, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to see people plunge to their deaths and all sorts of blood and death and destruction that gets you in the holiday spirit <laughs> might prepare you for going out there and shopping at the holidays i'll give you maybe, that maybe that's what it is maybe that's something i watched just before black friday maybe that maybe it's like, cathartic you know what? i'm ready i'm ready yeah maybe catharsis you know like maybe it's cathartic in a way like you get a lot of tension and stuff at the holidays so you watch die hard and it like helps you releases it's, it all yeah like li like listening to metal doesn't make you violent it it's a release mm -hmm. you know okay all right maybe all i'm right. getting on board all right okay you want them over a little bit yeah yeah you move me you move me just a little just bit hair. just a little bit like i move from here to here okay i'll, that's, I'll that's take about, it i yeah. will take it exactly okay yeah that's all you can do. It didn't move you on fucking It's a Wonderful Life. So. Sure the fuck didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, my number four was, like I said, is the 1983 film, A Christmas Story. Um, So this is the thing. I It's another one kind of like Polar Express. This is not a movie that I was smitten with like so many other people when I first saw it. I remember it came out. It kind of came and went. I really wasn't, I, I didn't, wasn't even aware of it. Like, I didn't know about it. And then, yeah. I didn't know about it until I moved here. 
Yeah, well, it's especially a Midwest thing. It's yeah. really popular in the Midwest because it takes place in the fictional town of Homan, Indiana. Actually, it's supposed to be Hammond, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Homan Avenue is the main street, the street that goes oh, through. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So, like, Homan Avenue is, like, the street that the parade and the movie is, is on and everything and, and stuff. So... There's a lot of there's especially we live right by. I literally can walk to in Hammond, Indiana from my <laughs> I live in Chicago, but I'm that close to Hammond, Indiana. Mm -hmm. I can walk to Hammond from my house. So there's a lot of Christmas story fanaticism in the area because I, I get it. You know, that's how it goes. Like, are people like that out here for like the John Hughes movies? Because yeah. so much of them were filmed. Highland Park was up here. Um, even the Home Alone houses in Winnetka, which is just right. 25 minutes or so from here. So. We need to go visit the Home Alone house and the Christmas Story house. Yeah. I actually just saw a YouTube channel where they go to the Home Alone house and all the places in Winnetka where they filmed the, the ice skating rink nice. and the pharmacy and stuff. It's pretty cool. That's That'd pretty, be pretty neat. cool. Yeah. We need to do yeah. that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, it'd be fun to go do that. Well, anyway, so Christmas Story takes place. I think it's supposed to be like the late thirties. Mm -hmm. um, in I think it, I think it's the fifties. No, is it? No, is, it's in the thirties. Really? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be thirties. It's not oh. that late. I don't believe because no, it's no, still. This is pre TV and all that stuff. Like they don't even have television. Yeah, that's true. Everything. In Christmas Story. Yeah. Because yeah, really? remember, Cause they're he's listening, listening to the radio. They're for listening his to special. They're listening to Little Orphan Annie on the radio. And, is that why? The Wizard of Oz characters are at the mall? Yes. Okay. See, <laughs> see, I always thought that they were like, why are the Wizard of Oz characters here? Aren't they? Is there some it was kind a of brand 20? new movie. Okay. It's supposed to be like 1939 or something really? like that. This is like pre-World War II. Oh, I thought it took place in the 50s for some No. Oh, okay. Does it change your perspective a little bit now? No. <laughs> it, it explains Wizard of Oz thing. That, that part cracks me up. <laughs> I love the Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Wizard of Oz. That creepy, there's always that creepy kid, you know, around. Yeah, I, I, I love, well, for one thing, I like that period in time. You know, there's, there's, I like movies when they capture that nostalgia, even though that's way before my time, obviously. I was born in the 70s. I love things that capture that. I love old-timey radio. We all love old-timey yeah. radio mm -hmm. here. And everything. Um, I so I loved that aspect of it. I I think it's I think it's hilarious. I didn't find out about it until a few years later through friends like Dave Lesko and stuff. Where he was like, "You've never seen this movie?" Like, "Oh, I love this movie." I didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. I get that. I don't understand why we have a twenty-four hour marathon of it. <laughs> I think that's overkill. I think I I don't want to see a twenty-four hour marathon of anything almost anything there's very little i could think of that i really want to deal with that i think it it suffered a burnout factor everywhere you'd go now you can buy the damn lamp, leg lamp. the yeah. leg lamp thing like they've they've marketed it so much it used to be like cult cool now it's overdone so i get that i get the burnout factor of it but when i really break it down it's like if I didn't see this movie at least once at Christmas time, it would feel really weird. Yeah, there's a several years where I I had that 24-hour marathon. It was on yeah. constantly. I I really enjoy this movie. Yeah, but it didn't make my top five. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. This movie probably wouldn't have made my top five if it wasn't for the fact that in more recent years, and when I say recent, I mean like the last. 15 20 or something like that in more recent years 
when I started going over to my other grandparents' house, Nanny's house, when I started going over there on Christmas Eve, um, this took over from It's a Wonderful Life as being like the Christmas Eve movie. Gotcha. This was the one that was Yeah, being, this is a Christmas Eve movie. Yeah, this was the one that on my dad's side of the family, was. they would always say, oh, you got to put Christmas story on. Uncle John, all my family, my goofy family. They all would... Ha- so it was at that point that this became more of my favorites. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Because like I said, for years I wasn't that familiar with it. But what what are you laughing at? I just sitting here thinking of all those silly scenes in that movie. Oh yeah, there's the, tons. the Chinese restaurant where they're trying to sing. Yeah, I love that. And and the little brother. I can't put my arms down. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Rafi said? Yeah. Quack, quack. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of really great, so many great the scott farkas affair yeah the bumpus hounds everything in that is like the name of a punk rock band <laughs> like we decided that years ago like we're gonna start a band called the bumpus hounds that'd be awesome and have it put in our first album would be called the scott farkas affair <laughs> and stuff like everything yeah that'd it's, be pretty cool actually yeah it's a it's a great movie you know i understand why you know, if you didn't grow up with it or if you, you just get bombarded with it where you're like, oh, God, enough. But yeah. I think it 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 it's solid in my list. Yeah. I'm kind of wishing I put it in mine now, actually. Mm. Well, at least I did. I felt the same way about Santa Claus. So you had my back with that. I got your back with this, right? I appreciate that. All right. All right. Fist bump. We got you. <laughs> Boom. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. All right, and so we're at number three. Vito, you want to let us know your choice? Movie from 1990 called Home Alone. Oh, oh all right. Oh, see? You double dipping. Yeah. <laughs> you don't double dip. You never double dip. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. You, you fooled me because yeah. you made me think that it wasn't going to be on the list. Oh. Yep. Tricky. So for once, you actually put an original oh. higher than a sequel. It's rare, but it does happen sometimes. Okay. Megan, you're number three. I went with 1988 Scrooged. Nice, because, man, I really wrestled with that one. I wanted to put Scrooged in my list, and I didn't, only because of my rule about watching it every year. I'm like, you know, I don't really watch this every year, but when I do watch it, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's a great movie. All right. Well, my number three, I went way back speaking of the 50s, and I went with a 1954 movie known as White Christmas. Ah, you got my number one there. That's your number That's one? That's my number one, yep. Oh, sorry. I got <laughs> I got my number one sniped early yeah, on. Yeah, you sure so. did. All right, yeah, had to go with it's White fair. Christmas. So, All right, well, let's, Vito, let's talk about your Home Alone. We already talked about it a little bit, so. Uh, it's Home Alone, guys. It's one of the greatest <laughs> Christmas movies ever made, you know? You this know, was yeah. so, I mean, 
I was eight years old when this came out, so this was like huge for oh, me at that man. time. I mean, I wanted to be Kevin McAllister. And you lived right by him. Yeah, exactly. How cool would it be to like fantasize that these robbers are coming to your house and you have to set up these traps to like thwart them and, and get them arrested and stuff. It was just cool, man. I can you see know? eight-year-old Vito doing that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that, that the creepy guy with the shovel, Mr. Marley, was a little bit creepy and, and scary <laughs> yeah. a little bit. You know? A little bit. <laughs> and then you find out like, oh no, he's like this really awesome guy who's mm-hmm. like sad at the holidays because his son doesn't talk to him anymore, right, yeah. you know? But you think like he had he killed his wife and now she's in the in the salt that he's salting the streets with and stuff. And <laughs> so silly. Yeah, it's always some silly thing like that. There's some silly rumor about some guy in the neighborhood. We all had them, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I just watched. We just watched that. We movie. did. We did. We were yeah. We're doing Christmas stuff. Christmas stuff around the house, and the and the three of us just watched that movie and everything. And I hadn't seen it in a while, and. I definitely wouldn't have put it, I didn't put it in my top five, but I wouldn't even have really considered it. But I watched it again the other night, and I was like, you know what? This is a pretty good movie. It's thoroughly fucking ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) But it is truly one of the most, like, true holiday spirit movies, like, like what I described. Like, this is probably a little bit closer to being more, like, if you're going to have slapstick violence and everything, but still be holiday spirit for me, then die hard. But it's kind of in the same category, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. And um, Uncle, Uncle Frank is one of my favorite characters in the, in the movie. He's such a douche. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> I use that phrasing a lot with my friends. I was just going to say, wait, I thought you were going to be like, I do use that phrasing a lot when I'm addressing children. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's the one thing, though, that I took away when I watched this movie. And that was always the thing that that bothered me about it is I was like, this is another one of those movies where everybody, including Kevin, is a fucking asshole. (laughs) Everybody in this movie is an asshole. All the kids are at like everybody's an asshole. Now, it's nice at the end that everybody kind of. But it's like it's like, oh, you almost had to have your your home burglarized and blown up and your child murdered and stuff for you to realize like maybe I should be more thoughtful and considerate and slow down. Yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> oh my gosh. But And there's a scene on the airplane, it's my favorite, where where the mom realizes that, that Kevin's gone and I she's freaking out and Uncle Frank goes, Well, if it makes you feel any better, I forgot my reading glasses. And she just looks at him like you fucker. <laughs> Are like, you fucking kidding me yeah. right now? I'm literally going to shove your balls into your throat. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. That totally belongs on the list yeah. and everything. So that's that's a really good choice. Mm-hmm. Megan? Yes. You're number three. My number three is Scrooge, 1988. I mean, Bill Murray. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. it's it's a, a To me, it's one of his masterworks, yeah. man. He's so good in that. Yeah. Just, yeah. It, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it other than it's amazing. Bobcat Goldthwait in it as the uh, disgruntled, the the sort of like Bob Cratchit gone, <laughs> gone, gone haywire, you know, <laughs> when he just he just goes crazy and, <laughs> and everything. It's got all these great cameos in it. It's got David Johansson as the cab driver mm-hmm. in there and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, solid. I just his the way he portrays this Scrooged. I just love it. Yeah. It it all uh, I'll talk a little bit more about it when we get to my number 2 mm-hmm. because I'll explain why I didn't put that on my list and okay. everything, but yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of it cuz it's essentially 
I mean, they could call it Scrooged, but it's it's a Christmas Carol. It is. You know, it's 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 a, the whole Dickens thing, mm-hmm. just put in at the time, modern time, late '80s New York yeah. style and everything. But it's just a Christmas Carol and That's everything. That's all it is. But yeah, it's it's a great movie. I love the cute the the, the cute little kid. That never talks and everything because mm-hmm. I mean, his mom is his, his Scrooge's assistant and everything. Yeah. The whole <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cute. But yeah, that's that's I mean, an, that, that's quintessential Christmas. Mm-hmm, I agree. You can't go wrong with that. That ended up becoming another tradition for a while when I was still going over to my uh, grandmother's mm-hmm. uh, on my mom's side. We would end up watching that. They would show that. Every year it would end up being on uh, on Christmas Eve and we'd watch that and It's a Wonderful Life okay. and everything like during dinner and after dinner and all that. So Scrooge, I, 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 later on I didn't see it as much, which is why I left it off. But, gotcha. But, yeah, this yeah. is one I, I hadn't heard of until I was probably my 20s. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, the I've Christmas never story, I'd never. Really? Yeah, You've never, never seen, seen it? it? Oh, so funny. Dude, yeah. you should watch it. I think you'll like it. It's it's really good. I mean, you like stuff like Ghostbusters. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's it. it's like the same kind of humor. Okay, came same kind of sort of like twisted kind of Bill Murray yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. New York humor. Yeah, <laughs> if you like some, I mean, obviously people are like he's comparing it to Ghostbusters. No, I'm not comparing it to Ghostbusters. <laughs> Very different movies, but tone of it and the humor and the whole way it moves. It's yeah, yeah. It's not a cutesy movie. Okay. at no. all. It's it's really good. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'll you fist bump me again? Cause, Will do. Yeah, because that was, that was really good. Um, my number three, as you said, was your number one. My number one. Was White Christmas. Now, obviously I grew up because of like my mom and grandparents and stuff. You know, this is their era mm-hmm. of a movie. I didn't care for it so much until later years. I kind of rediscovered it. I rediscovered a bunch of these kind of movies, like this, Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Like there was a bunch of those that I rediscovered and had a little bit more appreciation of as an adult because I understood a little bit more the dynamics of the characters and what's going on and all that kind of stuff. Like I love the whole story in this about the general. Yes. And everything. That That's Everything's built around that. Yeah, it's all kind of built around the general and stuff. I the the cast is just Danny Kaye, Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney, and uh, Vera Lynn. Mm-hmm. Like, just a perfect cast. Danny Kaye is hilarious in this fucking movie. <laughs> Everybody, and the other thing is, like, you watch a movie like this, and like you realize, not it's not to say there aren't talented people today. There's tons of talented talented people today. But God damn, people were talented back then. <laughs> when you realize that these people could act and, and act very well and they could sing and they could sing very well and they could and dance. And I mean, like super dance, like they could they could dance. They could do they did all their own tricks and stunts and various things. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, guys like and and I I mean, you know, especially you look at guys like Danny Kaye, Gene Kelly, Mm -hmm. Fred Astaire, all those people back then, they were fucking phenomenal. We don't have that same level now. Mm -mm. You have some. You have some that do it, but not very, very few. Um, 
the music in this is iconic, of course. Love it all. You know. Snow, snow, snow is snow, probably my favorite. Snow, snow, you know, and sisters. Sisters. And all that kind of stuff. Like these are all, these have all kind of become like classics now. Um, it's, it's just for me, it's one of those that it's like, this feels like old timey Christmas. Yes. I love old timey, early Technicolor 1950s <laughs> Jingle Bells Christmas. That's when I listen to Christmas music. I know you too. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. I don't. I don't necessarily want to hear fucking Mariah Carey and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, there's some good new Christmas stuff out there. We've mm-hmm. heard. We talked about we it on the Squadcast yeah. and everything. But I really love that Bing Crosby kind of stuff. I love Ro- it. Rosemary Clooney, all that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this is, I'm starting to wonder, it's like, what movies did I watch growing up? Because this is another one I didn't find until my 20s. Mm, Okay. And I just, I fell in love with it. It's amazing. I can never figure out what the hell you watched when you were growing up. I don't know either. Other than like Walker, Texas Ranger. (laughs) True. I know that. Star Trek, Walker, Texas Ranger. (laughs) Yeah, Magnum Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I guess that's what most kids watch, you know. But. Yeah, it was like that's the specials, the Rudolphs and stuff like that. Well, same. That's same here. I didn't. That's. I mean, I saw a lot of these movies, but I wasn't. I wouldn't have if I made this list back in when I was fourteen years old. It'd be, it'd be very totally different. different. Totally. Very different. Yeah, my list then probably would have been all Scrooged and Diehards and stuff, and then Charlie Brown and Rudolph and all that. That's what I. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate movies like this back then. So that's why it's my number one because. It's got amazing music. Yeah, love basically every song in this in this movie. <laughs> yeah, love them all. Dancing, I'm a sucker for dancing in a movie. I well, really am. <laughs> and Vera Ellen, I, I think I said Vera Lynn earlier. I that was a slip of the tongue. Vera Ellen, what a fucking incredible, incredible dancer she was. She was like this big too. Yeah, like, she had a tiny, tiny waist, but the legs on that woman. Right, she but she was a dancer. I mean, that's the thing. Like she was. That's what I'm saying. She was. She was slender as it gets, but. She had all the energy, mm-hmm. like what a ball of energy! <laughs> yeah, she was she was amazing, and it was a really cool like juxtaposition of her with Rosemary Clooney, who was kind of like this taller, like a little bit more reserved, um, kind reserved of. and elegant kind of woman. You know? Yes, yeah, very regal. And Vera was just like the little burst of uh, energy, energy. Yeah, a little <laughs> sprite, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, they worked together with their Kay and Bing Crosby. But if I had to choose one movie that I could watch for Christmas, this would be it. If I had to narrow it down to just one, this would be it. So that's why it's my number one. Well, you know what? This is only my number three. But if somebody told me, well, you're only going to get to watch one Christmas movie this year and it's White Christmas, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, w- I, I think I would be okay with that. It's, you know, for me, it would, this one and then. Obviously, we know It's a Wonderful Life is my number one. And my number two, those three, I, I would be okay with any one of those if it was the only one I got to watch at Christmas time. So, yeah, that's that's a good number one. Yeah. Man, wow. Okay. Another one I, I haven't seen before. No, never seen that one? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Holiday Inn? Another one? Same older. Cast, basically. Yeah, that no. one came. Oh, that's no. where White Christmas, the song, really first premiered is that they did it for Holiday Inn. And then that was from like 1941, 
I want to say that movie came out. And then this, like I said, this was done in 54, so this was much later. And Bing was in both movies, and they brought, they obviously, they based this one around White Christmas. The song came first before the movie gotcha. did and everything. And they based it off of that song and stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's really cool, like I said. And I love the whole Army general aspect of it and everything because I love World War II Army stuff. Another mm-hmm. thing I was very much brought up on because mm-hmm. my father lived for those movies, so as, yeah. as did my grandfather, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that scene when they all come in. The whole at the end, mm. yeah, that love makes it. that makes me choked up. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. It's so sweet <laughs> because we love him. We love him. Yeah, that's a good part. All right, nice. Moving on to number two, Vito. Well, a movie from 1992 called Batman Returns. Fuck! <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my. All right. Well, if we gave Megan her Die Hard. And it's fair. And Scrooge, then, yeah. Batman Returns. All right, Megan, you're number two. I am going with another comedy, 1989's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love National it. Lampoon. National Lampoon. Got it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> That's not my number two. <laughs> well, my number two is a movie that came out. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. So, hang on. So Batman Returns, your yeah, Batman Returns came out in ninety two. Yes, mm-hmm. and Mine when was eighty nine. Eighty nine. Wow, we all picked like right around the same era. Interesting. Because I think this movie came out around ninety one, ninety two, and I went with a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> of course you did. Because <laughs> I got to get my Muppets in there. <laughs> I should have seen that one coming. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Uh, the, the the most interesting one to talk about, obviously, of the bunch, is Vito's because Batman Returns. All right. It's a Christmas movie. It literally takes place during Christmas. Right. I mean. Well, as we've already established, that doesn't automatically yeah, make for, it. For Larry, that's not enough. It is for me. I like seeing the, the Christmas sets in Gotham. Yeah. The huge Christmas tree, the ice princess falling to her death and lighting the tree <laughs> with the big switch. What speaks Christmas cheer more than that? Somebody falling from great heights. I don't... Yeah, you know, come to think of it, because she falls, Selena Kyle falls, and that's how she becomes Catwoman, because she's brought to life by all the cats licking her to life, or whatever that word. <laughs> and then Hans Gruber falls. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to worry a little bit about you guys. Santa Claus falls. Yeah, and the Santa Claus, he falls off the roof. It's a theme. You guys have some kind of weird connection with Christmas and people (laughs) plummeting. Chevy Chase falls off the roof. That's true. (sighs) A lot of clumsiness going on around these Christmas movies, man. That's one way of putting it. It's one (laughs) way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I just recently got confronted by another friend of mine that about this Batman movie and saying that's a straight up holiday movie. That's a straight up Christmas holiday movie. And I kind of at first was like, ah, oh, wait. And then I thought about it and I went, you know what? You're sure as shit right, man. That's for shit sure. <laughs> that, mo- that movie is a fucking holiday movie. And I, again, I guess like Die Hard, I never thought about it that way. I never really thought about it. But then when I sat there and I thought about it and I watched it again, I was like, oh, wow, this totally is. But it escaped me. 
just totally escaped me. And it, and as we talked about when we did our Batman retrospective, it's one of my favorites. I love that movie. But I don't know why it just never really hit me. I, I guess because for me it doesn't it doesn't have that vibe where I'm like, I gotta watch this at Christmas time yeah. kind of thing. You know, that whereas these other ones do. These are like specifically like gotta watch it at Christmas time. But I don't fault anybody for feeling that way. The more I thought about it, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. All right. I can't really argue. It does have, it's got all those penguin commandos. Yep. Sure does. <laughs> Gotta love the penguin commandos. <laughs> They're little penguins with little rocket systems awesome. attached to and them. And they got the little guidance chip yeah, on their eyes. Exactly. Dude, it's so good. It is. Good. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> love the penguin commandos. <laughs> that alone, will, the, 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 it's like, okay, you won me with that. You know, <laughs> Die Hard ain't got no penguin commandos in it. Sorry. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not that corny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, your number two, speaking of corny. Oh, gosh, this couldn't get more corny. Ugh. I love it. Okay. I love my corny jokes. National Lampoons. Yeah. I don't know. I just find it fucking amazing. It's so humorous. I love Chevy Chase in it. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. Uh, C- Cousin Eddie, I know everybody loves Cousin Eddie, but he's okay. Okay. I'm not like, he's not what sells it for me. It's seems to be that's what sells most people on it. It's like, yeah. oh, Cousin Eddie, all the Cousin Eddie jokes. They're funny. They're but... fun. it, it, yeah. I, I don't know. I just find the whole thing funny. Like the whole family coming in and it all being chaos and just trying to survive and being bunk bed with your brother. <laughs> <sighs> it's not fun. I, I guess I can see that. I, I really, I have a strong dislike for this movie. I just never cared for this movie. I, I wanted to like it because I like the other. I like Vacation, and I really, I actually, I, I'm the, I'm the oddball. I love European Vacation. That's my favorite of the Vacation movies. Mm. That movie is so fucking funny. <laughs> the scene in the fucking when they're all bugging each other in the airplane, and he keeps flipping that, <laughs> that, that ashtray up and up. Paul and I do that to each other every time <laughs> we're flying over to Europe. We always have to do the European vacation gags. So I love the European vacation movie. I love the first movie. I just, I saw Christmas Vacation. I saw it when it came out, and I was like, oh, this feels like a really bad dad joke that's been told too many times. I love dad jokes. But so, knowing your humor, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, to start off when they're driving and stuff, and he gets distracted, and he's like, "You know what? Fuck this!" And he go, like goes and turns, and he's underneath the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Why did you? Do that? <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> they're all free. Oh, it's amazing. And then they go flying off. Yeah, there's some good gags. Admittedly, I haven't watched it in years because I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. I, just, you know, I like everybody else. I catch bits and pieces of it and stuff but nobody else in my house I think is particularly fond of it either so I've just willfully ignored it you know (laughs) but I might watch it again I've also gotten like a distaste for Chevy Chase over the years too because he's such a prick guy's such a jerk man in real (laughs) life like he's such a ask Howard Stern Howard Stern just loves to put it to Chevy yeah because Chevy's such a grumpy shit really yeah but i i've kind of you know i still like some chevy chase stuff but 
I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a shot again. I know Juliette Lewis is in it. It's like mm-hmm. one of her early yeah, performances. Yeah, she was the daughter, she Audrey. Pl- yeah, she because there's a different yeah. Audrey in every. Yeah, and and the son. Rusty. Yeah, Rusty. Yeah, Rusty. Rusty. Yeah, he, it was Johnny Galecki in this one. Yeah, because in the first one, Rusty was uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Back to the John Hughes stuff again mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, so, I mean, great cast. I love Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, yeah, who doesn't, dude? Dude, <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that was one of my big crushes when I was, like, a teen, yeah. like, tween teen and stuff, because I loved I loved the those movies, The Vacation, and I loved Hair, the, the musical Hair, you know, me and my musicals. <laughs> she was in Hair. She was the main girl in that and everything, and I just was, ooh, smitten with her. But even that wasn't enough to make me appreciate Christmas Vacation, unfortunately. But I'd, I'd, I'd watch it again. It's For me, it's a fun watch, but I'm not like overly enthused about watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. Every time I were at Michelle and Annie's house, she this is Michelle's like one of her favorite movies of all time. So even no matter what time of the year on, if it's on cable and we're surfing through channels, she always has to put it on no matter what. <laughs> Gosh, it's So I've seen this movie, like jumped in halfway through, almost <laughs> at the end. I, I don't think I've ever sat down from beginning to end and watched it. So for me, it's more a little bit of like overkill where I've seen it too much, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing too. It's probably because in like, much like Christmas Story and stuff, in recent years, it's been so overplayed, and every everybody, you know, shitters full. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. The gag, you know, it's but. I think it's more funny that the ant wraps up the cat <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it, it does have some funny stuff in it I'll, I'll have to give it a shot again one of these days maybe maybe next christmas um i'll, I'll sit down maybe we could sit down and we'll watch it or something yeah, you watch that one i'll fucking get through it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life oh okay we'll see we maybe we got to make this challenge to each other All right. we got to get Vito to sit down and watch scrooged you know, yeah, okay. maybe that'll be maybe that'll be next Christmas's uh, geeking poetic special. There you go. <laughs> As for me, my number two, there's not a whole lot to say about it, but Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, it's the Muppets. <laughs> it's a Christmas Carol, and it's the Muppets. I love the Christmas Carol. I I love that. I love that whole story. Mm-hmm. I I I love Dickens. I love all his stuff. You know. Um. There are many, this was very difficult for me because I could have, honest to God, I thought about this. I'm like, I could have made my top five all Christmas carols renditions of Christmas carols because there have been so many. The George uh-huh. C. Scott version is great. The I'm very particular about the early 70s Albert Finney musical version because I went and saw that at the theater with my school class when I was in like fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they sprung it on us. It was like kind of like this last minute like field trip thing. They were like, oh, yeah, you know, get permission because next week you're going to go see this movie at River Oaks Theater, you know, one in the afternoon. I was like, really? We're going to see a movie? Like we've never done that before. Someone didn't <laughs> want to teach that. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And they took us to see, of all things, they took us to go see because at that point that movie had already been, was already probably about 12, 10, 12 years old, you know, so it wasn't like new. And we went and saw uh, Albert Finney's Christmas Carol. And I, so I'm, um, you know, I've got an affinity for that one. Uh, the Patrick Stewart version is great. Did you ever see that no, one? No, I've never seen Dude, that one. Dude, it's great. It's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I right? mean, come on. Yeah, they did one with him. Oh, uh, the Kelsey Grammer one is really good. That's mm-hmm. another musical one, kind of like the uh, the Albert Finney one. It's it's really good. I, I I think he's great in it and stuff. You know, it's it's got it's him. <laughs> I mean, it's that one. It's a Christmas Carol with Frasier. And George Costanza. Really? Dude. 
think about it. <laughs> just just mull that one over in your heads for and Jane Krakowski. And like mm. it's like it's it's yeah, it's a really interesting one. I love a lot of these. Um it would be really hard for me to choose amongst them. When I thought about the one that I guess gives me the most childlike cheerful Christmas spirit it's the Muppets one man because I am a Muppet <laughs> can we all just admit and establish that Larry he's a Muppet I'm a Muppet okay Bit I know it Muppet. I look like a Muppet I kind of act like a Muppet I can quote every Muppet Sesame Street thing I've ever seen <laughs> it's like my oldest memory you know I wanted to be friends with Bert and Ernie since I was like two years old I'm a Muppet all right that's just the way I am amazing cast it's got michael kane in it it's got it's got great songs uh gonzo is incredible as the narrator him and rizzo the rat there's so many good gags in it like the, it it takes a very serious story matter and it adds some nice light humor in there and stuff i, I it, it's just to me it's like this is a go-to must see movie and mm. it's one I could watch all year round like I could watch it anytime because it's the fucking Muppets <laughs> but especially at Christmas it's a really nice one it's a nice lighter hearted one if I don't feel like wanting the heaviness of one of the other Christmas carols you know or not wanting it to be as slapsticky as like Scrooged <laughs> you know it's like this is like a good medium for me okay that's fair okay I think I've seen it once once, yeah, and if you you've probably never seen it, right? No, wow, no. A, I enjoyed it whenever I saw it. Fan. So, <sighs> this is I did, this time. Not me. I did have a, a point and click adventure game on the PC that was based off Muppet Treasure Island, though. That's a good movie, and I didn't think the game was good at all. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, oh, you, you almost had us. <laughs> so out. close, Vito. I'm out, <laughs> folks. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> What am I supposed to do with this? Well, in any case, it's my number two. So take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're at number one, numero uno. And uh, I already said that mine was It's a Wonderful Life. You said mine is White, White Christmas. Christmas. Vito, what is your number one? Hmm. Well, uh oh. <laughs> little movie from 1997 called Jack Frost. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Which Jack Frost? Ah, that's the question now, isn't it? Oh. Is it the Michael Keaton feel-good, heartfelt, I'm your father, but I'm a snowman now? Right. Or is it the horror comedy, mutant killer snowman Jack Frost? Yeah. And uh, of course, it's the mutant killer snowman so I Jack gotta go Frost. I got to go with number two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess that you two have not seen this movie before. I don't believe no. so. <laughs> I think I've seen, par honest to God, I think I've seen parts of it, though, because I, I know I'm familiar with it, but it's not exactly my cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that. Now, the Michael Keaton one, I thought that was actually a really stupid but but, <laughs> but entertaining movie at the time and stuff, yeah. That looked so dumb to me that I did not want to watch it. <laughs> So I watched this movie instead. And I was like, oh, this is one of the greatest movies ever of all time. I was going to say, this is your number one. This Jack Frost horror movie is your number one over Home Alone and It's a Wonderful Life. That's this is a, crazy. This movie I have to watch every Christmas. In fact, I have to watch it almost every month because it's so damn good. And every this, month? I can watch it every month. Really? Or every week for that matter. This movie is just brilliant to me. I just love it so much. It's one of those where I was in Blockbuster one night and I was like... Oh my God, look at this tape. It's a hologram. And if you move the snowman's face, it has teeth and then it goes back to normal. I remember. I'm renting it right I remember now. that cover. <laughs> and I tell you guys what, man, I was like, this is 
incredible, man. One of the most incredible films I had seen at that point. Yeah, well, <laughs> I love you, man. But not that being said, wow, the fact that yeah, that Vito walked into Blockbuster as a, as a kid, as a teen, found a movie with a lenticular monster snowman on the cover, and then watched it and said, "This is the greatest movie ever." <laughs> that pretty much that just says all you need to know about it. That, that is Vito. Yeah. I mean, think of the plot here, guys. Yeah. What is the plot, Vito? Okay. Do so, tell. Okay. They are transporting a prisoner to death row. He gets into an accident with the guards, and they smash into a tanker truck that's carrying this genetic acid that will bond the DNA molecules of anything it touches oh, with another so object. So it's got acid death in it. Uh. It's basically the Sandman from the Spider-Man universe, but as a snowman. Just think of it as that. Yeah. Okay. And it's got, and we know how you feel about acid. Yes. We know how you love any kind of acid death, acid pits kind of thing. Yeah. So okay. the guy it's all who, making sense now. The guy who plays Jack Frost gets shoved, like just this explosion of acid gets thrown in his face. There's a huge body melt scene. He melts into the into the snow, and then there's this really weird animation where you see these icicles come through his his um his blood. And, I bet it looks so bad. Oh yeah, it does. But it's. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going (laughs) and he becomes a snowman and he terrorizes this town and he goes after the sheriff that put him away in prison and now he's going to avenge himself and kill his family and the other people in this town which is called Snowminton (laughs) the town is called Snowminton yes are you serious oh my god Vito yes (laughs) so this happens He, he murders people shoves um, Christmas bulbs in this woman's face, shoves a hatchet down this guy's throat somehow, which doesn't make any sense. And the suit- Oh, that doesn't make sense, Meg. <laughs> I don't know. Could you handle it? Because no. everything else up to that point was completely logical. Because right, when they but- shoot it, the angle of the of the axe handle would not go into his throat that way. It was just weirdly shot. So you know what else wouldn't believable. happen? You know what else wouldn't happen? <laughs> a man would not fall into a vat of acid in snow and then turn into a fucking killer snowman. You don't know the technology that they could have <laughs> had for this, okay? I find it much more plausible that that could happen than to shove this hatchet in the, in the angle that, that, that okay. happened. Okay, all right, okay. Just hear me. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just keep going. So they have to defeat this snowman somehow. They use hair dryers to kind of, you know, melt it. There him. you go. But he can also become liquid water and seep under the floor and then come up like, and become Like a the Sandman and yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. But then they find out that, well, they have these <laughs> and can kill the snowman. So I don't, well, I just gave away the ending of the movie. Oh, darn. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Everybody, we should have watched it. We should have warned everybody about the spoilers because I'm sure that everybody is just going to revolt now that you revealed the ending (laughs) of this movie. Wow. Damn it, Vito. Sorry, guys. But don't worry because there's a sequel. Of course there is. And he's on a Caribbean island. Oh, my God. A snowman in the Caribbean island during Christmas. And he's still able to fully form as a snowman. It's so good, dude. And there's like these little <laughs> snowballs. Dude, it's it's awesome. It's a great series. I'm telling you, man. It's it's hilarious. Oh. It's you have one left of, Larry speechless. I know. It's one of the greatest horror comedies ever made. Seriously, man. Doc, Dr. Giggles is close, but this one is, is probably number one. Wow. Yeah. Dr. Giggles and Jack Frost are right up there neck and neck, huh? I love my early and mid-90s horror movies and wow horror comedies man wow okay 
I mean, that, that's fine. I know you do. It's the fa- <laughs> it's 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 the fact that this made you, this is number, number one. one. It's such a Christmas movie, man. The whole thing is about Christmas and snowmen. It's just it's amazing. You gotta watch it, dude. Give it a chance. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'll watch it with you one time. <laughs> that, that'll be what we'll have to watch. His one. It's a wonderful I life mean, for me. Yeah. I mean, I've watched Ginger Dead Man one and two. I'm really shocked that didn't make it in. Yeah. Well, it it doesn't take place at Christmas, I no. think. No, they just, it's a Christmas cookie, I guess. But Right. Unless it's just because they're in California and just not snowy, I guess. Yeah, that but could be. That could be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. All right. Well, before we wrap things up, Let's get into our honorables. Speaking of things that didn't make the list but could have, Vito, do you have your honorables? Like, uh, just the Santa Claus from '94. That was the only one. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that 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 was at the top <clears throat> of my honorables list because, as I already explained, fabulous movie. Mm-hmm, sure is. All right, uh, Megan. Uh, mine was just the Christmas Chronicles from 2018. Yeah, I don't know much about Christmas Chronicles. I just happened across it on, I think Netflix. It came out, uh, and they just, I think this year they just released the second one with Goldie Hawn in it with Kurt Russell. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's just really fun because they see two kids that catch Santa Claus, and they're like, we're gonna get him on camera we're going to become famous and stuff like okay. that and they end up jumping in a sleigh and end up losing all the christmas presents and they have to save christmas with santa it's nice it's like all modern santa gotcha it, it, it's a lot of fun i saw the trailer or whatever you want to call it commercial for the new one mm-hmm. and it looked really funny like yeah. it looked like it was really yeah i good. haven't watched it yet but i need to okay so yeah but that's why i, I didn't watch it because i'm like well i haven't seen the first one yet so yeah okay cool yeah, that's a watch, good suggestion watch the first one and then go watch the second one i will definitely do that um <clears throat> yeah for me i mean almost everything that was on my list was stuff that we kind of mentioned it was santa claus scrooged and all the other Christmas carols that could have that could have wound up on there. It's becoming kind of like a uh, uh, a standard for a lot of people. But the movie Love Actually, did you ever see that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good movie and everything. Um, and amazing cast in there and stuff. It's just even though that's very much about Christmas and Christmas time and stuff, it's like one of those ones that for me it doesn't necessarily resonate for me as a holiday movie. Even though it is, it totally is. I mean, I'm not even arguing that it's not, but it's like I could watch that in like June. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter to me that it's, it's Christmas. that it's set at Christmas. It's more just about the individual stories and the stuff that goes on and everything. But it's, that's a great movie. It's uh, technically, if this was a top ten, it probably would have been in there. Yeah, I debated putting um, that new holiday movie. Holiday? Yeah, that we was talking about. It's, it's really good. It was Is it? super cute. It like starts at Christmas and it ends at Christmas, but everything in between is every other holiday. So you watch it anytime. Oh, okay. So that's why I didn't make it in there. Oh, okay. And yeah. I also debated when Harry met Sally. Oh, okay. Because they keep it keeps coming back to Christmas when they meet back up. Mm. Oh, I, you know, I've only seen that movie once. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a I good really movie, but I I forgot about that aspect. Yeah, so that's that's a good one. Um, Miracle on 34th Street is an honorable mention. It's a good movie. That one for me is kind of like my sleeper a little bit, you know? Yeah, like I've I'm, seen think like half of it. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you have to watch the whole thing to really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to... Otherwise, yeah, it's going to just seem kind of snoozy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like what you were accusing, What's a Wonderful Life of Being and stuff. Miracle on 34th Street 
it's a good movie. It's well acted and stuff, but um, it does. I like watching it when it's on, but it's not one where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Yeah. And then lastly, Holiday Inn, you know, mm-hmm. is, is another really great one, but I, I couldn't put Holiday Inn and White Christmas in there. That felt like too much. That's too much bing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> too much bing. So I ended up going with White Christmas because obvious reasons mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, that's about it. I mean, again, there there are others. There's other really good know. ones. There's there's a lot of them, but these just felt like the ones even just like Vito and his Jack Frost is just like the ones that it's like, I have to watch this movie like. And that's what this list was about. Mm-hmm. Shock! None of us said Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh my I had to god! Make one of our lists. For Have some you reason. ever seen that movie, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, I don't think I want to. It's real bad. It came out. It's it, pretty much unwatchable. I think. It's, really? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like an Ed Wood movie, like along those lines, okay. like like a Plan Nine from Outer Space kind of. Uh-huh. It came. I think it was done in '62. It sounds about right. Somewhere. Something like that, or maybe okay. mid '60s, late '60s. It's, it's it was something like that, but it's done so bad, so bad. Like I said, it's it's like Glenn or Glenda or Plan Nine or one of those horror or or but, Sharkenstein. Yeah, but Plan Nine oh, has geez. a charm to it where it's there's aspects of it you're like, oh, dude, that's so good because it's so genuine. This movie's yeah. just like, oh, it's just bad. This it's like just, unwatchable. It's I don't even. There's like no redeeming qualities to it that I can see anyway. Unless you watch it when it's on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, then that's it's, true. Then yeah. it's great. It's funny. Because <laughs> you can imagine they just have a field day with it and everything. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. I can't even believe you brought that movie up. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's lots, but, you know. So we'd love to hear from you. All of you out there, let us know not only what you thought of our crazy lists, but <laughs> but like what are your go-to movies? And especially if there's something we didn't mention, if you guys are like, oh, how could you not mention this? We want to know. You know, we'd love to know that kind of stuff so we can talk about it. That's what we're here for, not just to talk to each other, but to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, this is probably the last you're going to hear from us. Uh, this hopefully will be out by around Christmas and everything. So happy holidays, whatever, happy Yule, whatever, Hanukkah. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, anything, you know, winter solstice, all those things. Please have a happy and safe and uh, healthy <laughs> and healthy and a thoroughly geeky holiday season. And we will be back very soon with more stuff. In the new year. In the year 2021. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See ya. Hey, look, mister. We save hard drinks in here for men who want to get drunk fast. And we don't need any characters around to give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? Or do I have to slip you my lift for a convincer? There we go. For one brief moment, I saw all the bolts silhouetted against the lights of the traffic. And then they were gone. Oh. Fuck! Fuck, 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 fuck! Long dark! Rats with wings do your thing! Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker.